To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Yep, we definitely are. Yeah, don't judge. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. One of these days, I'm going to jump in and interrupt you guys just because I'm always last. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday oh from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, which is a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And today, today we are going back to the parks. I mean, well, we're not. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we're not. Um, but by the way, uh, Teresa... Last week was the anniversary of the last time we went. You were at the park, so it's one, been a whole yeah, year. My for one you year now. anniversary of being in a theme park, and I, I got like to it. be there with you. And we had some really yeah. great photo shoots going on, and it was so much fun. Um, but I got to admit, those pictures made me a little bit sad because so much has changed. Holy yes, uh, yeah. I, I, of course, of course, I realized that because I'm just like, oh, this is the longest I've been uh-huh. without having gone to Disney in in many years. Because it was it was exciting when I was able to get to the point of okay, I'm in a position where I can get down there at least once a year now, and then getting to you know becoming a pass holder, so being able to go multiple times. And yes, it's been it's been hard. It's I think made slightly easier by the fact that I know there are many many other people in the same kind of position I am right now. So I know that it's when you're collectively going through something with other people, <laughs> it makes it a little, <laughs> little easier to handle. But I'm definitely just sitting there and I see all these things. You know, I, even even in the world that we're in right now, I miss it and I I want to be there. And maybe at some point I will I will. Get, get it in me to go down. I'm just not quite there yet. I, I understand. I do understand. Like I said, I when I flew down, the flight itself was fine in theory, but I was not fine. Like it stressed me out to be on the plane. So, and I think I've been out and about a little bit more than you. Not, I'm not fully out there, but I'm definitely out of my house a lot more than you are. So I imagine taking that step and making it such a big step to get on a plane and go to Disney, you got take your time, take your time because right and well and health wise, I have some things like slightly higher risk than other people. So it's you know I'm just I'm making the choice that's right for me right now, and I know mm-hmm. other people are you know they have different situations, so they're making choices that are right for them. And right. hopefully one day these will all you know all fall under the same umbrella, and I will I will get to return. So I'm. I still, I didn't give up my annual pass. I'll say that. I kept right. it going back and forth. So I, tech, I think I have it. It expires in February or March. I forget what it is with the extension. So I still Keeping have the it. Faith. So Keeping I still faith. still could go. All right. <laughs> all right. We well, just, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how it, how it all works out. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, today we are talking about the best thing I ever ate at Disney. And... Uh, you know, food. We all like food. And so we got to talk about it, right? Uh, explain what this is all about and where we... You got this off of a Food ne- Network show, right? 
Yeah, I mean, that's that literally we stole the title and everything. Best thing I ever ate is a show. Don't come on... after us. Don't yeah. come after us. <laughs> uh, it's a show uh, on the Food Network where they have some of the Food Network personalities or other well-known chefs uh, talking about, you know, the best best meals, best dishes they've had at different restaurants. And I know I watch just to get inspired um, by some of the places they go and to, to cheer every time that someplace in Baltimore gets mentioned because <laughs> every now and then since Duff is from here, he'll, he'll his choices are usually from Baltimore. I'm like, oh, I've been there and I've had that. It's, uh, but so we decided to do let's do let's do a Disney version of that. And so we kind of broke it down into different categories that you know might be by the type of meal. It might be by the type of food that it is. But we thought it'd be fun to kind of go through these categories and see if we have any overlapping items or just get inspired by the foods other people enjoy. And I'm here basically to keep it very, very basic and boring, because if you listen to any of our other episodes, when I'm asked about food, I hate most things. So <laughs> Jay, it's well, just so to say there's, there's a little something for everyone. Exactly. You're here for the people who might feel be a little pickier about what they eat. You're here to give them options. <laughs> I am definitely not a big cuisine person. I'm not a foodie. I'm not adventurous. But um, I do love good, like, home cooking, like, simple, basic, and do not let that food touch. So I'm here for you, those people (laughs) that understand me. (laughs) So I have to laugh because, Jane, I know a little bit about your history and your background. Have you always been like this? Because my impression of you when you were- A psycho? Yes. (laughs) I wasn't going that far. But when you were back in your high rolling New York society fashion uh, days where you kind of, you know, you you, you did big fancy things. I've seen the pictures. You didn't eat the fancy food there? Did you ask for plates of food that didn't touch back (laughs) when you were at those kind of events? Or how did that work out for you? I mean, if I was at an event, chances are no. I just, um, if my food touches, I do like cut off the piece that's touching and push it to the side. So, I mean, there's a way to work (laughs) around it. And, um, but I mean, if I'm going out to a restaurant, I'm pretty simple. Like I am definitely um, a steakhouse girl and Uh that's very easy to be like the steak is on one plate. The sides are in their own separate little places. I love that. What's not to love? What's not um, to love? <laughs> but I mean, even if you went to like, uh, you know, other, uh, you know, I hate to like, I don't know, the trendier restaurants or whatever. Like I would try some things, but I know my limits. I'm I'm allergic to seafood. I don't have a sophisticated palate. I, so I, you know, I know what, exactly what I'm working with. And a lot of mm-hmm. times I would just check menus ahead of time. And yeah, so. Hmm, you figure it out. You drink you a lot of out. wine. <laughs> I'm that excellent I could, at wine. <laughs> that I that I could get behind. All right, all right. So uh, we can all so, well, when we give our options, Jane can also tell us what wine she would pair with. The choices <laughs> no, no, no. I'm actually I, I'm not actually good at like selecting wine. I have like I You're also just good have, at drinking wine. Okay, correct. I also like uh, will drink the cheapest whatever wine because I don't care. I mean, I love a good wine. Don't get me wrong, but I also have very little standards as long as I'm drinking wine. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, folks. Um, Then we're going to start as 
with the most important meal of the day, and we're going to talk about breakfast. So what is the best food you ever ate at Disney breakfast? This was the hardest one for me to do because I'm not a breakfast person. I What I typically do when I'm going to the parks is I will buy a box of granola bars before I go down and I'll bring that with me and that's what I'll have because even though I'm not a super morning person, like I will never do the morning extra magic hours. I do like to be there early before the crowds start to arrive. Um, but so I kind of racked my brain and there is one breakfast that stands out and it's actually at Disney Springs. It's not in one of the parks and it's the happy marriage omelet that's at the brunch at Raglan Road. So it's, you know, it's an omelet, but it has chicken. It has this bacon jam, these crispy potatoes with it and onions. It's it's really, really good. Um, if you are someone, if you have like an, an off day from the parks and you're just trying to looking for a nice, you know, a nice way to spend us, I think it's only on Sundays. Um, but they're, I think overall their brunch selection is really good. But if you're, if you love eggs, this, the happy marriage omelet, it was delicious. That sounds really good. I, so I am a breakfast person, um, particularly with the Ren Disney events, there's nothing that I like more than running and then having that excuse in my head to go and eat some good breakfast afterwards. Uh, so my vote was actually for the house-made um, banana bread French toast at Whispering Canyon Cafe. And that was found uh, after a Ren Disney morning i can't remember if it was a 10k probably a 10k that we did and afterwards we went and we ate there because i wanted to just try a new restaurant and the bananas foster sauce that comes on this uh y'all it's just so good it is i felt like i w- i won the race because i won breakfast so that is my big vote if again not in the parks but if you can make a reservation or if you're staying at um the wilderness lodge that's where you need to go that's what you need to eat don't second guess yourself grab the banana bread french toast so so good see and so i've never had that um but i'm a fan of tonga toast which i know you are not a fan of Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i love this is way better this is way better than tonga toast way better yeah Yeah. so now i'm like oh maybe i'd go try that but um anybody who knows me and for those of you who don't this is something i stand by forever and ever and ever the best breakfast food it's not necessarily a meal (laughs) at (laughs) disney is the cheesy potato casserole in the Beach Club Marketplace quick service. And for a brief (laughs) moment, they took it away over the summer and supposedly it's back, although I have not seen it with my own eyes, but it is the best. So Patty, wait, so this, since we were talking about our trip that the last time I was at was with you, didn't you Mm -hmm. have an issue with trying to do this? (laughs) I was... I think I flipped tables, right? Isn't yes, that? Yeah, I think yeah. there was. Yeah, there was something like so. I I guess don't mess with my breakfast, people. Well, I'm telling so, you. I remember we like we stood and like they didn't have it there. You're like, no, I'm going to wait. I am going to get these cheesy potatoes. <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, yeah, I, I I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Forced, when you come back from a run Disney event and you show up, now you're hungry. You want your cheesy potatoes. You stayed at the beach club just for them. Just for Yes, that's why you stay you at the sh- beach club. It's for it. cheesy potatoes. We were at the yacht club. It was yes. for cheesy potatoes. Yes. That's it. You walk up to the counter and you watch some child in front of you get the get last, the last scoop. 
Mm. And then that kid throws them in the garbage. That's a smart child. Just let's just go there. (laughs) The worst. I am still harmed by that time. (laughs) Yes. No, that's, 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 my thoughts and prayers are with you, Jane, because yeah, I'm with you. I would be mortified. I am that that child. Let's, (laughs) we're talking about cheesy potatoes. I am that child. (laughs) Well, you could, the thing is you can swap out the cheesy potatoes. They come on like the, whatever it is, the bounty platter or whatever, but you can swap it out. So you can say like, can you, can I just not get potatoes? Can I get extra eggs or an extra waffle or whatever that comes on there? So don't take them because there's someone like myself who wants those (laughs) potatoes and wants nothing else on that plate. (laughs) who wants potatoes and only the potatoes so please don't take our potatoes come on the women at the beach club they used to know me when I used to run on Sunday mornings I would run and I would come in and I would be like can I get a bounty platter with no eggs and two helpings of cheesy potatoes and that was it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's it's good stuff it's I, I I am down with the cheesy potatoes I actually yeah, totally down with the cheesy potatoes. That will have so to happen good. the next time I go. Hopefully Beach Club will be open by then. Yes. So I think next up, and I'll say I picked this category somewhat specifically so I could talk about the the thing I chose for it. Um, <laughs> so next up, we have seasonal slash holiday item. So this one was hard for me. Which we've established because when you've tried all the seasonal items, you just nope. <laughs> Yeah. And and I think like the more and more I just kept doing, I was like, I just don't care that much. But the one thing I do really love, and I think it's sort of like underrated. And again, I think it's because of my background. um, I love at when they do the festival of the holidays at Epcot, they have they have a booth that serves like matzo ball soup and potato knish. And it reminds me of home. It's, you know, not exactly the same as being at home, but it's the closest thing down here I can get to good Jewish home cooked food. (laughs) (laughs) So mine, this was something they introduced in 2018 in Hollywood studios at the Backlot Express. It came back in 2019. And to be honest, if they've announced that it's coming back this year for the holidays, it may be reason for me to go. Um, It was the, the chocolate chestnut pine cone, which was this like chocolate chestnut mousse that was on top of this chocolate cake. And it had like this really crispy praline base. Um, and it's shaped, it's shaped like a little pine cone and it had some edible glitter on the outside of it. So it's, it's adorable number one, but it was also delicious. And especially for being, I think I usually go, um, you know, the beginning of November when I'm there during the holidays. So it's still, you know, on the warm side in Florida. And I think because it was this chocolate mousse, it was, you know, it was very, very refreshing. Um, and I, it's, pretty big i easily ate that entire thing um i remember when i went back the next year i was so excited i was like yep this is like number one thing i'm going back to get again um it, this i i was not expecting to love it as much as i did especially because i think a lot of times when they come out with desserts that are look that look pretty that's that's kind of the best thing they have going for them but this tastes even better than it looks so disney because you listen to us if you if you bring back my chocolate chestnut pine cone i i just might be there 
That's pretty powerful if it is going to bring you out of quarantine. <laughs> just exactly. I go I there, mean, if I go and then they have it and I can sit next to Santa Gertie and eat it, like this is this is my dream. This is all, <laughs> all I need in the world. So, and they still haven't announced if she's going to be decorated again this year either. So just, just give me, give me some hope, Disney. That's all I need from you. If you're a regular listener of the No Guilt Disney podcast, you know we always talk a lot about the way we show our love of Disney through our fashion choices. And if you haven't checked out cufflinks.com, you are missing out on some amazing gifts that you can buy for yourself or others uh, so they can do the same. Cufflinks.com believes in elevated individuality, knowing that you look and do your best when you feel the most like you. And with stylish men's accessories from Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and 40 other brands, there's no end to the ways you can celebrate your fandom in style. You can tell that special someone, I love you 3000 with Iron Man cufflinks, show your coworkers this is the way with a Mandalorian lapel pin, or turn your entire wardrobe into a hidden Mickey scavenger hunt with their vast collection of 100% silk ties and pocket squares, tie bars, and so much more. And from now through December 31st, you get 15% off your order by entering no guilt at time of purchase. That's N-O-G-U-I-L-T for 15% off with no minimum order. Make sure you visit cufflinks.com to get everything you need to look professional while having no guilt about embracing your Disney side. Well, this one is kind of, it's a, I guess it's a cheat and it's not a cheat. I am going with the Disneyland candy cane. And the reason why I'm calling it a cheat is because I did not actually stand in line to get the Disneyland candy cane. I had a dear sweet friend who went on the biggest Disneyland adventure of a lifetime uh, one year. In fact, I, I think she won the trip like we people do actually win those you know when you put in for uh, online and you put your name and stuff people actually do win them because I have a friend that did she went on this trip and about two weeks later she asked for my um, mailing address and I gave it to her and I you know didn't even blip on my radar and the next thing I know I have a Disneyland candy cane coming to me in the mail and it is the sweetest, most delicious candy cane you have ever had. The hype is real. These are like handmade in the window as you wait, essentially, to stand in line to buy your Disneyland candy cane. And it's a very limited item. And they only sell them on certain days. And it's like this whole thing to get a Disneyland candy cane. I never had the patience to stand in line and get one. However, my sweet friend did. And so I will be forever thankful for the fact that I I got to try a Disneyland candy cane. So if anybody has had that experience, tell us about it. Come to the Facebook group and uh, just it's No Guilt Disney uh, Facebook group. And let's talk about these Disneyland candy canes because it's a whole thing to get one. And it was so good. So good. That's one I've never had one, but from watching the the Disney Parks holiday specials, I I know of them because they always mm-hmm. make such a big deal about how you go, you wait in line, and or you get like a ticket so you can come back and claim it later when it's ready. So I'm I'm aware of the, the fandom behind these um, candy canes. <laughs> so it actually is pretty impressive that you've gotten to have one. 
Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it was a it was a pixie dusted gift that came from many miles away. So it was awesome. I'm not a candy cane lover, so I, I it, like it always intrigues me when everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" I'm like, "But it's just a candy cane." <laughs> it's a Disney candy cane. Come on, Jane, get with the program. Oh right, right. It's filled with magic <laughs> and pixie dust. <laughs> That's right. All right, so the next uh, category we have is the best thing I ever ate, sandwich. This is going to be no shock for anybody that knows me, but whenever we travel to Disney, the first day that we get there, I want to go to Earl of Sandwich and I want to pick up a holiday turkey sandwich at the Earl of Sandwich, and that's all I ever eat, and that's what I love. and. Yeah, it's it's my thing. And I'm sure it, it like grosses you out because it's got all of the stuff that's supposed to be on a on a Thanksgiving plate touching well, no. each other. <laughs> no, because um y'all the universe is about to find out how crazy I am. So Thanksgiving food is permitted to touch because gravy goes on everything, so it makes <laughs> it like okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have like a huge aversion to the Earl of Sandwich Thanksgiving meal sandwich, mostly because I can make it better at home with my Thanksgiving dinner because Thanksgiving is, it's literally one of my favorite things to cook. Um, So I never get that, but they do have my very favorite sandwich, which is the All-American um, that is actually no longer listed on the menu. You just kind of have to know to order it. And I eat that every single time while Patty gets her <laughs> second holiday rate sandwich. Thanksgiving holiday sandwich. Second rate. All right, Jane, as you see you put in your menu. I'm going to have to have you make me a, a Thanksgiving meal then the next time I'm down in town because <laughs> you're good. talking – you're talking a pretty big game over there, and uh, I'll take you up on that. So, but what's on the American? Um, the All American is uh, what is on it? It's like turkey. There's a um, a ranch. There's like a cranberry something and cheddar cheese. Yes, buttermilk ranch. There's a cranberry. Like I, I don't want to say that it's a sauce, but it's like a something cranberry that's on it turkey cheddar cheese and it's just on their delicious bread and it's so good it's so simple and I'm also one of those people that if I find something and I like it that's what I go there for I do not deviate (laughs) (laughs) so I've been eating that sandwich since they opened (laughs) oh my gosh all right all right what about you Teresa what sandwich do you love the sandwich I love is no longer exists and it hurts my heart almost every single time I go to Disneyland and it was the fried green tomato sandwich that was at Hungry Bear. Uh. It was it was one of the few really, really good vegetarian options that they've had. And like I'm I'm not vegetarian. I do I like to eat a little bit of everything. Um, but I've only ever heard good good things about this sandwich. Um and it has this like 
mango jicama slaw on it. Um, it was just, it was really good. I'm a sucker for a good fried green tomato, which will come back up again on this list later. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I want to say in like 2015-ish is when they got rid of it. And I've, I've just never understood that decision because to me, it was one of the best quick service things that you could get at Disneyland. And then it was just gone. So if anybody else ever had this, I feel like you can, you can attest to the fact as to how delicious it was. And I, I am hopeful that maybe one day they'll bring it back uh, because they definitely should. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, after sandwiches, where are we moving on to next? Uh, so I think next up uh, we did appetizer slash side dish because in just in case you couldn't come up with something from one category, you might be able to find something from another. Uh, I'll do mine first, and I think I've talked about this several times, so it'll be no shock to anybody. This is what I picked. It's the Sanaa bread surface. Like, if you have never been to Sanaa, I think this is enough of a reason to go. Um, and even now, because they're one of the restaurants that's doing the to-go at Disney, mm -hmm. um, so you can, like, place your order and then just pick it up and leave. Um, if you've never tried it, the Sanaa bread service is great. Uh, my favorite of, like, the nine different dipping sauces that you can get is the, it's the coriander chutney, a.k.a. the green one. Uh, <laughs> I think every time you go, like, everybody kind of finds what their favorite is, and that was the one I was like, I'm just going to sneak this closer to my plate so it's it's the easiest for me to get, <laughs> and I can, I can take most of it for myself. Um, have either of you gone there and had this and if yes do you have a favorite dipping option i have but it was years ago and it was delicious like don't get me wrong but it wasn't so delicious that i've actually gone back to sanaa um I, i'm not i don't think i'm as picky or as unadventurous as jane but on that menu at sanaa the two things that i wanted and the two things that i really enjoyed was the bread service and uh they had a mango margarita that was really good and the rest of it i don't didn't even blip on my radar like i i can't say the food was so great so i haven't gone back and that's that's been a, a good six or seven years i think since i had it but the bread service was delicious and is worth it if you're staying there or want to make a trip out or you just think we're hyping it up. Hey, you know what? Go try it because it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and, and now that there's a to-go option, I actually think I'd probably roll up, pick up my Sanaa bread service and take off with it. <laughs> so maybe. I've never had it. Um, and, and not to say that I don't necessarily know that I would like look at it and be like, oh, I need to try that. But I know that everybody, everybody like raves about it. Um, but I forgot that they were doing takeout. Now I'm like, oh, I need to do takeout there. You do. Yeah, for sure. And you need to also report back to us on what the takeout experience is like, because I am super curious. We'll get right on that, Rose. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> shout out every podcast needs more delta mom the babysitter's dead references and i will stand by that opinion dishes are done man all right <laughs> this is officially my favorite episode we've ever recorded <laughs> all right uh this this uh my opinion so mine i basically went with the entire um, sides section on the board when you go to the Regal Beagle. Uh, yep. <laughs> in, in Epcot, yep. Um, which is not called the Regal Beagle. It's called the Regal Eagle. But that again, you guys have 
probably understood that I am old AF right now. And so that harkens back to Three's Company. But uh, on the appetizer and side dishes, we have beer battered onion rings that are to die for. So good. Macaroni and cheese, which was just freaking phenomenal. So uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I honestly... Epcot, I won't lie, guys, right now, it, it's kind of depressing to me, and I don't think it will be undepressing <laughs> until they bring back, you know, all the internationals and, and you know, it's back to what Epcot, you know, once was. But I I will waste a good reservation if I can go to, to Regal Eagle and eat this food. It's that good to me. Like, But I think that speaks to my palate and my – I'm from Texas. I like some barbecue. I like this kind of food. This is comfort food for me. This is probably my favorite meal that I have had. We were there for the festival, for that the, the mini food and wine festival. And mm-hmm. we skipped all the booths and went and ate there. And Claire and I just both looked at each other. We were like, oh, yeah, this was the right choice, like a thousand percent. So I'd do it again. You know, I'd, I'd waste a reservation just to eat the food there. I, I won't I won't lie. Yeah. Um, the last trip over... Oh, maybe it wasn't the last one. I can't keep track. But one of the most recent trips that we've taken, we tried to go get cheesy potatoes at Beach Club and they were out. So, so were we. And we left and went into Epcot to get food at the Regal Eagle. Like, that's how good it is. And mm-hmm. we literally ate the food and left. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> yeah, like, 100%. We're Yep, 100%. That's yeah. exactly what I would do. Yep. Agreed. So I had, um, this was actually a category I was like, oh, I can't just pick one. Um, but I actually had the mac and cheese from Regal Eagle on my list. And then I had the Ohana noodles um, because I absolutely love those and I miss them. And I can't wait till Ohana opens because I feel like Ohana misses me. And <laughs> believe it or not, there's like, this is super weird. At Splitsville, they make spicy edamame. And it's one of these weird things that I crave all the time. <laughs> I ate that with you, didn't I? Probably because I can't go into Splitsville and not get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to say like, something that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jane. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. So I'm going to say something that's going to shock both of you. Um, when you brought up the Ohana noodles, that is the one thing from there. I will say is not, <laughs> not overrated. I do love those noodles. And if I could get, just get that to go, I would be delighted. Agreed. Agreed. I, and, and you know what? As a person who has ordered it to their room and had leftovers, it's delicious cold the following day. Oh, guys, we got to stop. I'm now going... <laughs> Ohana, you need to work on that to go uh, menu because I understand if you can't open, but we could we could pick up some dishes to go, couldn't we? I would totally do that. Agreed. Oh, all right. Uh, so the next one is festival item. This is going to be basically we're back at Epcot again. And let's pretend that we're back at like real Epcot, pre-COVID Epcot, where we had tons of choices and lots of items to eat there. And I think I've said this. I'm just going to throw mine out there because this is going to be no surprise to any of y'all that listen to it. You know what I'm going to say. Canadian cheddar and bacon soup and then La Cellier wild mushroom beef filet mignon. It's this nice little $13.50-ish meal that you eat on your trash can and you're full and you're happy and you don't need anything else. Um, comes with some uh, 
pretzel breadstick, I think, the, the soup does. Y'all, it's like a mini Le Cellier. You don't have to pay $50 to eat. You can just eat this and you'll be good. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to throw mine out there first and move on because you guys probably knew I was going to say it anyway. Yeah, I was saying it along with you because I'm like, this is, I know Patty's choice. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, all, I, we should all know Patty's choice by now. Yep, 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 for sure. The only, only time it's acceptable to go right. <laughs> That's right. No, it is. That is the only time it's acceptable. Absolutely. <laughs> My item, this is where the, the fried green tomato is coming back in. It's, I, I've gotten it twice um, during Flower and Garden, and I can't remember what the actual the booth or the area is named, but it's the one it's inside of the Odyssey when you go into there. Um, But so they have this fried green tomato with this blue crab fennel salad and some smoked paprika oil. And as, as a Marylander, I am very like judgy when it comes to crab and how people use crab. So (laughs) I, like I went in and I was expecting, you know, the going for the tomato part, we'll see how the rest of it is. This is delicious, and it became one of my my go-tos when I saw it was back next year. It was top of my list. Like, yes, I am going back to get this again. Um, and I think one of the things I really do love about it is, especially during Flower and Garden, it can it can be pretty warm. So it's nice to have something that you, A, can eat indoors. <laughs> so you don't mm-hmm. have to rely on the trash can or be in the heat. But also, it's even for being like a fried green tomato, overall, I think everything with it, it's a really light dish, too. So that way, I know a lot of times when I'm picking stuff to eat at Food and Wine or Flower and Garden, any of the festivals there, is like, what is not going to make me feel weighed down? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I think this was one. Like, it's just a, it's a nice, refreshing thing to have, especially if you're going between some of the heavier options. This sounds really good, actually. And again, you actually okay. get to eat it at a table. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the, the rare, the rare occasion that you can do that during a festival. It adds to it. <laughs> so um, this was another one I had a hard time with. Um, so I have two. Uh, both of them are from Food and Wine. One came back and one did not this year. So the one that did not come back is the beef stroganoff, which was always oddly at a cheese booth. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Um, this beef stroganoff was so good. It was like four fifty. You got so much food. It was on these like delicious potato noodles. Like there was just everything about this beef stroganoff was fantastic. Um, so I'm really bummed that it didn't come back. It's been here for the last, I mean, at least the last three or four years that I've been eating it. But that's always like there were days when I would be home and I would be like, oh, okay, I need lunch. I'm just going to pop over to Epcot and get a beef stroganoff and come home. Like, <laughs> who does that? Um, but the other one, which I know is a festival favorite and it keeps coming back over and over again, is the pork belly at Brazil. It is delicious. And it's just little pieces of pork belly. If you don't like pork belly, don't get it. And it has a uh, like some beans on it and some, I don't know, tomato situation, but it's delicious. One of my faves. I think I tried to order that and then talked myself out of it. (laughs) Why? Pork belly, ew. It just sounds ew. It sounds ew. It's one of those things that like I just can't eat just because of- It's really thick bacon. 
if you call it something yes. else, I'd probably eat it, right? But 100%. So next time yeah. you call come down. Thick bacon. Can I get the thick yeah. bacon at Brazil? Yeah. When I say, and this is one where one of the things I usually like to do with um, food and wine or any of the festivals is to kind of go like early when they open on a weekday so I can get it without being much in line. But I think the pork belly is one I'd recommend if you see that there's more people moving through, that would be one to go get it because you know they're making it fresher versus having it, you know, sit out and waiting for somebody to come up and order it. Um, Because I think just sometimes it can just kind of depend on when you go and what you get. Like it's, it's, they can't, it's not always as consistent as some of the other items but so i I would say this is one i'd be more willing to wait in line behind a bunch of people when you know that they're going to be refreshing it faster okay good to know good to know agreed and of course we have to end any any food list any any food discussion has to end with dessert so i'm curious what are your favorite desserts at disney So I'm going to start this one off with a place that Patty holds near and dear to her heart. In Satuli, in Pandora, (laughs) is the most magical blueberry cream cheese mousse you've ever had. Fun fact, I just got a text today um, from our dear friend Diane, and it's her with all our girls. Um, Tanya's there, and Amy Mullins is there, and um, my uh, my good friend Amy Hodges is there. Anyway, the picture is them in Pandora, and she said, hanging out in your favorite place. <laughs> in which I responded back, Wakanda forever. <laughs> my god that would be so much better if it was it would be so much better i think that's the problem again it's like with the pork belly like if you called it something different i'd be on board right so if you call it wakanda when i walk in i just have to do you know cross my arms and call it wakanda and i'm good so yeah small small modification that's all disney Um, I've actually had that and I thought it was okay. I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, I wanted to love it cause that, you know how I feel about cheesecake, but mm, you know, it was okay. You also but know what, how I feel about cheesecake. So I haven't had it. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I was like, I'm not going to get Patty or Teresa on this <laughs> no. one. The, no. the cheese literally stands alone. <laughs> uh, again, to no surprise for anybody who has listened to even probably three seconds of this podcast ever, but um, crossing off the list, Ohana bread pudding all day, every day. Give it to me. That's, that's, that's my that's my wrap up there. What do you have, Teresa? What's your favorite uh, dessert? My favorite dessert, again, I had to go with something that no longer exists. And <laughs> I go back and I check the menu like before every single trip in the hopes that it will come back. And it was at the Yak and Yeti Quick Service. They had for like two years this pineapple coconut cake um Mm, so it was like layers of cake with like this this pineapple mixture in it and it is topped with like a coconut cream and then it had toasted coconut on top and it came with this strawberry sauce i would go and like i 
I would go and just order this cake. And it was actually a pretty substantial. It didn't come in, you know, a lot of times the quick service cakes are in those little cups kind of like squished in there. This was an actual, like you could tell they had like a large sheet cake and then they sliced it into these like big rectangles. It was so good. And it's another one. I think this one just wasn't that popular because I never heard anybody talk about this. And even now before we did this, I'm like, I tried to find any kind of information about it online just to give myself a refresher and see if they like but i couldn't nobody this seems to have been like a hidden dessert nobody really knew anything about it but it was so good um and i think at the luau um over at the polynesian i think one of their desserts is very similar to it i know they do have like a pineapple and coconut cake so i need to make it there at some point and see if it's somehow the same thing so i can enjoy it again um but if anybody else has ever had this cake please please tell me so you can confirm that it was good and it's not just something i imagined that existed at disney <laughs> Well, it sounds, sounds delightful. It was <laughs> so good. And I, I I really think that this just, it never caught on, you know, with the internet crowd. So it didn't, you know, people weren't talking about it and sending others to go there. Um, and I think just because quick service desserts are usually the same thing at every place. So I feel like pe people just didn't know that this existed and that's why it went away. Um, I, I would be ecstatic to, to have it come back in some form down the line. Well, and I'd also say this, um, at least in my opinion, until recent years, and I will say until Satuli and until Tiffin's, I actually didn't really eat a whole lot at Animal Kingdom. I didn't think the quick services were all that great. And I also didn't really care for much of the sit down stuff. So I do think maybe things have changed over time, but they took this out prematurely, right? And because I'd, I'd make more of an effort to go if good stuff like that was there. We ate at the Yak and Yeti sit down when I took my family in July and love the, absolutely love the food there, love the service, but it was indoors. So I was like pinging the entire time. Like we got to get out of here, hurry, everybody eat your food and run out, <laughs> run outside again, please. So it kind of, you know, flavored our experience, but I, I would have done the quick service had I known that we could have had something as amazing as that if it was obviously still on the menu. So we need to get that back on there. Yeah, and I do. I check. I check the sit down too every now and then. I'm like, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they have it now. Like somebody somewhere at Disney, this recipe exists. Somebody's must have it somewhere. <laughs> so even if they just want to give that to me and I'll recreate it, that I'm not, would work, I'm not right. too picky about this. I just like I said, but really, I just want to know somebody else who has had this cake. I I just want to know that other people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's got to be somebody out there. Somebody <laughs> out there. So if you want to share what your best thing you've ever eaten is, please come join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney Facebook, or you can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And I think this is another episode that we could, obviously, there's so many different categories that we didn't even get to. So make sure you let us know if there's other ones you want us to cover in a future episode. Um, and make sure you keep joining us on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Dishes are done, y'all. <laughs>